Hey friend, have you ever wondered what good core exercises there are for you to do or the best way to kind of sneak in some core exercise because you just can't find the time or you just hate doing quote unquote core work and you're going to the gym all the time and you're just focusing on upper body or lower body and you just want to make sure you're still addressing that core piece. This episode is for you. We are diving in to different ways that you can start thinking about using your core functionally and during exercise so that it can actually make everything you do a core workout without even really taking the time to get on a mat and do any focus targeted quote unquote core exercises. So I know I'm all about how can I squeeze in and sneak in some different strength training things here and there, but also how can I save my body and make sure that I am moving my body and strengthening my body and exercising my body in a way that's safe and I'm not going to hurt myself, but also effective and I'm getting the biggest bang for my buck. So that is what this episode is about. Stay tuned all the way through the end. There's a big take home here. Please listen to it. And I would also love if you would go to the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support Group on Facebook and let me know what you thought of this episode. I would love to hear it. I'm here for you guys. Let me know what you think. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey friend, welcome back. And if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you found this podcast. This is a perfect episode to dive into because we are going to break down some of the concepts surrounding the core system, what makes an exercise a core exercise, and the best part of all, so stay tuned, how we can make every exercise we do a core exercise, because that is really the goal. Now, as a pelvic floor physical therapist, and just as a physical therapist, you know, when I was doing orthopedics, mostly, I was still working with that core system, the spine, we did a lot of core training. Unfortunately, at that point in my career, I was unaware of that whole 
system. (laughs) With the pelvic floor being that base system, it is so unfortunate that unless you go into the specialty of pelvic floor or you take extra classes and you really do the work to learn and really appreciate what the pelvic floor and the diaphragm and the whole system have to offer the body, you just don't really know. And we are working with that deep TA, that deep abdominal wall, that transverse abdominus when we're thinking of core. But again, we really need to think about the whole system. So I do get a lot of confused women just asking me, you know, like, what is good core work? What's something I can do to build my core back? What should I not do in the core with core ab work? Because, you know, it is so intimidating and there's so much misinformation out there, especially with social media now and all of the fitness influencers and trainers just shoving different exercises or theories down your throat. You know, don't lift too hard while you're pregnant or no, lift hard when you're pregnant or even postpartum, you know, like be careful doing crunches postpartum. Don't ever do crunches postpartum or don't tell anyone not to do an exercise. There's so much back and forth and it can be so confusing. And also, you know, we really just want to know like really what is good for my body, but also it's hard as a mom to get in exercise. So today's you know, the whole point of this episode, I really just want you guys to grasp it is a mindset shift. So, you know, because we can, we can get so overwhelmed if we are thinking in our heads, I have to block out time for this exercise. Maybe we have been someone active in our lives in the past. And so now we're thinking, how do I fit in 45 minutes or an hour of exercise. Like, shoot, how do I even fit in 30 minutes? How is this so hard? It's so stressful. It's just another to do on my list. It's driving me nuts. I just want to be able to start healing my core. I don't have the time. I don't know how this is for you. So I really within the last five, six years since I've been doing more of the pelvic core concept and really looking at that whole system and the whole body, I have a whole different mentality and just mindset about how I think about that core system. Because here's the thing, guys, if you are, and we should take time for exercise. And if you're not, and maybe exercise isn't your thing, but you know, activity, that's really my thing. I want people to move, whether it's going on a walk, gardening, you know, going to the gym, maybe not, maybe you're going on a hike, whatever that movement is, we do need to prioritize movement or the sad reality is if you don't use it, you lose it. You lose that strength. You you lose the stamina. You lose joint range of motion. Things start to get stiff. Like we know this. So we do need to make some time for it. However, I know that in that stage of life, especially with little kids, or if you're just busy with work, like it is so hard to fit in exercise. And I'm someone who loves to exercise. (laughs) And so I can only imagine. And, you know, after talking with hundreds of women and having so many women that actually, you know, hate exercise, but they want to feel good. They want to be healthy. So tell me how to do that. So 
Today, I really want you to shift your mindset from, I have to sit and do these exercises once a day or, you know, every other day or whatever it is, because yes, you know, that's a piece of that, but that's not what today's episode is about. Today's episode is about getting you to start thinking about how you can functionally use that core system because not only is this going to be a sneaky way for you to get in some core work throughout the day, but it's also a way for you to save your back, save your body when you are doing things because um, we should be having our core engaged when we are doing certain activities. And even if we were to take that time to exercise and work out our core and build that strength. If we are not also trying to functionally engage when I'm when you're supposed to, then that muscle might not be turning on when it's supposed to. And even if it's a strong muscle, it's now a worthless muscle if it's not working when you want it to. And so really we want to think about How can we functionally turn this on? And this is even if you're taking that time, right? Like you're taking that time to exercise, but especially even if not, we want to take advantage of everything you are already doing and just optimize it, make it so that not only are you moving up and down, picking stuff up, carrying stuff, pushing stuff, pulling stuff appropriately and optimally, but you are now strengthening your body as you do it and you are saving your back, you are saving your joints and that is the goal. So we want to just start thinking about when am I picking up something heavy, you know, and as moms and just, you know, adults, we clean. That is pretty intense work. However, if you're not paying attention to how you're using your body through those cleaning movements and those household chores, you probably more likely often than not, because I fall into this sometimes too, and I'm not really thinking about it, have pain sometimes after a whole day of cleaning, like, oh my God, my back is killing me after doing the dishes and sweeping and mopping and vacuuming and all those things, right? But it doesn't have to. Instead, we can actually use those moments in our day to also get some core work, save our back, but we want to just make sure that we are doing it appropriately, okay? And so as you are moving through things, I want you to think about how you are engaging that core system. Now, when we talk about um, movement patterns and how they're supposed to happen, right? Like how is that movement supposed to look? If we think about something like, say, a squat, this is probably the most functional, right? A squat, because you can picture this both in the gym, lifting weights with a squat, and you can picture this at home, picking stuff up and off the floor, like squatting down to pick up your baby, squatting down to get the laundry basket or whatever it is. So with that squat movement, we can imagine how that trunk, that core system, ideally should not move. 
So this is not something like a crunch where we are seeing movement through the spine and through that core system. No, with a squat, we actually want to think about the spine more like a board and we want to really connect and stabilize. And this is where the role of that core comes into play. We want to stabilize that connection of the rib cage to the pelvis and that whole lumbar spine, that whole core system, that is its purpose in that squat motion because there is and should not be any movement happening during that motion. And so if we are really thinking about engaging that core brace during those functional movements, now we're probably preventing some of those micro movements happening at your spine every single time that you were squatting down to pick something up. And we're saving the spine and now also strengthening your core and also functionally strengthening your core so that it will turn on for you more automatically the more you do this and practice um, these functional patterns this way. And if you're unsure how you should be engaging your core and what that should look like, what it should feel like, go back to one of my previous episodes on the core system and core engagement. I will link that um, podcast episode in the show notes below because I cannot think of it off the top of my head. Um, But that is definitely something you need to make sure that you know how to do is how to properly engage that core system. Because if you are doing this improperly, then unfortunately, all of your efforts are going to be for nothing and can even make your symptoms worse. So this is really where we can do core work in a great, optimal, safe, effective way or you can trash your system system by doing quote unquote core work because yeah, maybe Desiree told me to engage every time I'm doing this. So I am, but you aren't aware that actually every time you're engaging, you're engaging from the top down and pushing pressure down on your pelvic floor down on those pelvic organs, this is the last thing that we want, okay? So we do really have to make sure that that core engagement is coming from the bottom up. You're feeling a lift up off of the pelvic floor and we are really getting that core sitting into the system like we want and pressure isn't pouching out, okay? So that's the other thing with that core engagement. We need all that pressure to fall towards the spine and lock in. Again, we're making a board. We are thinking of that rib cage to pelvis as a board. So we mentioned the squat, the other functional movement patterns that this would pertain to are like, you know, getting up and down off the floor with lunges, or even I love the deadlift movement. And functionally, we do bend over and pick pick stuff up all day long, right? And so if we are doing that by just rounding your spine and bending over, picking stuff up, and maybe when you're cleaning, you're in a light squat, super bent over, just picking up all of the crap that your kids have left all over the floor. And then you get up and oh my God, my back is killing me. This is because you're not supposed to be hanging with your back in that position for so long. So the deadlift position that, you know, and people can get pretty intimidated and fearful even just hearing the word deadlift because it is a very common weightlifting exercise and it can be a movement pattern that you can easily hurt yourself on. Again, if you are doing it wrong. However, the deadlift is also an amazing 
movement pattern that I think everybody needs to train in because this is why people hurt themselves <laughs> because they're not doing it right. And if we avoid things that put us at risk, like, you know, I have so many patients that have said, I don't do deadlifts. I hurt myself one time. I'm like, okay, but how many times are you bending over and picking stuff up off your floor? A lot. And have you ever just tweaked your back, you know, from just bending over and picking stuff up off the floor or cleaning or, and they're like, well, yeah, like then we need to train the deadlift, but yeah, we're not going to go into a deadlift and all of a sudden put a hundred pounds on a bar. No, we're not putting any weight on that baby. You are doing body weight deadlift. Okay. So it's just the movement pattern. And when we think of that deadlift movement pattern, it's again, blocking the rib cage to the pelvis. There should be no movement through that trunk. The movement should be hinging from your hips. There might be a slight bend in the knee, but we are not getting any movement through the spine. So it's so crucial to kind of think through our movements throughout the day and what is a position that I really should just be stacking and engaging right here because that's something we want to functionally start to train and turn on. But here's the thing. Here's my kind of aha big take home and what I want everybody to think about and how you can make every exercise, not just those functional movements throughout the day, but every single exercise is and should be a core workout. So I'm going to repeat that. Every exercise that you do should be a core workout. How and what the heck do you mean? (laughs) So if we think about again, you know, moving through, say something like a bicep curl. So you're at the gym, you are doing your upper body that day. So you're probably maybe, maybe you are, maybe, you know, you've been training. So you're thinking of locking in that core. Again, make sure you are locking it in correctly. Because <laughs> so many times, especially with really ex- um, experienced lifters or athletes, they think they know and they tend to way overdo their core engagement. And so again, make sure you know how to do this correctly. But if we just think about like a bicep curl, right? Like how could that be a core workout? We're working out our arms. What do you mean? So again, in that bicep curl movement pattern, no movement should be happening between the spine, right? That core system is not moving. We are moving the arm. And so what if, and I'm sure if you've been at the gym, you can kind of picture this guy (laughs) because it is, it's usually a guy. They've way, way powered up their bicep. They've got so much weight on that bicep and to make themselves be able to lift that weight, their back is arching really bad. They are really arching and they're just like really trying to get that bicep weight up. They're going to hurt themselves. I hate watching people lift at the gym like this (laughs) because they are going to hurt themselves if you are not listening to the boundaries of the body you are going to hurt yourself. So I have another episode on the boundaries of the body. And that is huge because if we are not paying attention to those boundaries, this is also when we get dysfunction and injury and pain. So one of those boundaries is that core system. Can your stability hold? Can that core hold that connection and keep 
no movement. Because remember, with a bicep curl, there should be no movement. So as you're engaging, if it's too much weight and you find yourself arching and leaning and trying to get in any of that bicep curl, you're using your body to help you. It's too much weight. You're going to hurt your shoulder. You're going to hurt your back. There's lots of things that can go wrong in this situation. So listen to those boundaries. And so say you are doing good about that. You are listening to that core system. So you've taken your weight down on your bicep curl. You're making sure that you can really hold that system tight as you are doing that bicep curl. Now, you are not only doing a bicep curl, right? Now you are probably also feeling it in your core because that is a boundary you're listening to. You're making sure you can hold that connection. And it is so powerful because again, you are not only saving your back, saving your joints from injury, but now you're also strengthening that core system. And so not only does this come in play because we're engaging during every exercise, because again, think about like a lat pull down, that trunk again should not be moving. You should not let your chest and rib cage flare up as you're pulling that bar down. If your back's extending, if that rib cage is flaring up, you've lost it. It is too much weight for you. You are going to hurt your back. You are going to hurt your shoulder. You need to listen to your core system and what it can tolerate as you're navigating that intensity of exercise and only do the amount of weight that you can keep that core brace engaged and stable. This really does give us a lot of strength, give us a lot of support and save our backs. But the other piece here that's so crucial and this is what does help make every single exercise you do a core workout and remember your core includes your pelvic floor so if you're wanting to strengthen your pelvic floor the answer is not to go do a bunch of kegels please don't you can definitely make your symptoms worse again another episode on to kegel or not to kegel okay but we think of that right like oh i need to strengthen so i'm going to do lots of kegels but actually that can make things worse but we want to functionally train that pelvic floor so how do we do that because yeah if i'm engaging that core system Yes, the pelvic floor should also be engaging with that a little bit, but we're not just locking in the pelvic floor and we're not just locking in that core brace because then what could happen is that breath can become very shallow and stay up in our chest. And what we need it to do is still be that big piston breath in our pelvic floor and with our diaphragm and that more big 360 breath pattern. Again, another episode, because these are the key pieces, you guys, you need to understand the breath work, and you need to understand how to properly engage your core. Because imagine this, you go to do that lat pull down or bench press or whatever exercise, maybe it's a a leg press squat, whatever it is. And now you're thinking of that brace and you're thinking of that breath. And what that breath is going to do is going to make it so that every exhale, every inhale, every breath in and out is now strengthening your pelvic floor because you're ebbing and flowing pressure in and out as you're also lifting heavy weight, whether it's with your arms or your legs. And so that's putting extra demand on the pelvic floor, but you are listening to those boundaries of pressure and stability within the core system. And so you're 
pushing that boundary of the pelvic floor just enough, but with the breath, it makes sure that you're not ever holding your breath, pushing pressure down. And it's also helping you strengthen that whole system with anything you're doing. And so just being aware and having that awareness of what should my core be doing in this movement? Maybe like with dishes, maybe you are rotating your trunk. So then the goal wouldn't be to hold your trunk stable like a board because that's just not going to work for you for that movement pattern, right? But there are lots of other movement patterns where that back should be like a board. Lunges, squats, deadlifts, bicep curls, lat pull down bench press. There are so many exercises where that trunk is stable. And so if you are not moving that trunk, it needs to be locked up with that core brace and you need to be incorporating that breath throughout. And the coolest part is that this is what makes it so that you don't have to do any other quote unquote core work. You can indefinitely if you have major imbalances and you find that you're just hitting a wall and you're not getting or seeing improvement in that core system, you can definitely add in other core focused and targeted exercises that will help balance out those muscles. But at this point for me, My core work, quote unquote, is that I am just really listening to my body and to my abs, to my pelvic floor, to my back, to my breath. Can I maintain all of that and maintain this nice neutral middle alignment of my pelvis and my rib cage with everything I do? Can I maintain my breath through that? If not, it's too much. But if you can, now you just worked out your whole core system and maybe all you did was arms that day. Or maybe all you did was clean that day, right? So we really want to change that mindset around core work because it should and can be everything that you do. Because yeah, even those dishes or even say like um, a, a crunch with rotation, we are now moving. So yeah, that trunk is moving. The goal is not to keep that stable and like a board. However, the goal is still, can I engage that core system and maintain the pressure? Do I feel pressure popping out into my hand when I turn and rotate? Do I feel pressure pop down into my pelvic floor when I turn and rotate? If so, that is also a boundary. Your deep inner core should be able to engage and withhold that inner pressure so it doesn't pop back out into your hand or create pain or even leaking or pressure or heaviness down onto the pelvic floor. These are boundaries we want to listen to in our body. And no matter what we're doing, whether we're twisting, rotating, or we're just bending over or we're pushing a heavy door or we're bench pressing a heavy load, we need to be thinking about the core and about the trunk and how is your core showing up for you? How is your breath showing up for you? Can you feel it get into your pelvic floor? If you feel that and it's too much pressure, you might have to adjust your breath. And this is where working with me can really help to identify, especially with certain movement patterns. If you're like, hey, I'm engaging during this. I'm trying to focus on my breath, but I'm still leaking or I'm still feeling a lot of pelvic pressure or I'm having a little pain. This is where we can really tease out what's going on and figure out for you what that imbalance is or what's going on through your mechanics. Okay. So this isn't just 
that's going to solve all of your problems. But I do also want you guys to start really being aware of how your core is showing up for you and start having that be your goal with every exercise you do. Your awareness to your core brace, your awareness to your breath, what you're doing with it there. And it will save you so much pain down the line. I find that immediately women will come back to me like, oh, I was able to walk without pain. I was able to clean without pain. Because if we're not engaging that core, you guys, chances are you're hanging on your back. You are hanging on your back every time you're bending over, standing up. So your back gets tired. It gets worn out. And when we engage that deep core brace, it really creates opening and stability between those joints so that they're supported and the rest of the body can do its job. So I can't emphasize how amazing and powerful just starting to implement this can be. So just start being aware, especially if pain shows up for you, use that as a reminder, like, is my core engaged right now? If not, try and engage it. See if it changes your pain. Is your breath working through that movement pattern? If not, change it. Try. Make sure you're trying to exhale on effort. Whatever that phase is, you're about to pick up that heavy laundry basket. You're going to inhale as you come down and exhale as you come up. We want to really time our breath and coordination throughout these movement patterns so we can optimize our core system and just optimize our movements altogether. So start checking this out in your body. Start thinking about this when you are exercising and see what it does. I don't want you to get frustrated if you are, you know, a lifter and you start to do this and you realize, shoot, I think I need to take my weight down a little bit. This is not something to be upset about, okay? This is something to help. I want you to remind yourself that this is going to set up your strong foundation and your strong core so that you can lift that heavy weight again without the risk of injury, hurting your shoulders, hurting your back, hurting your hips and knees, right? We want to make sure we're doing it without that risk. And this is how you do it. We really bring awareness to what that core system is doing, what it should be doing, how is it showing up for you? Again, if you need any help or support through this, I do do coaching. Please reach out. Also come over to the Facebook group, the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. This is a free and private Facebook group. So you can share, ask questions, get more feedback from me there. I am all here for you. So just let me know how I can help. And I do hope that this episode helps shift your mind about how you view and think about quote unquote core work because it all should be core work. Okay. That's it for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time on the Balanced Momtality podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.